Welcome to another episode of Spread and Bread, brought to you by The Unintentional. John and I open a delicious bottle of wine, talk NFL, and then John makes his case for the high school track team. And now, The Unintentional presents Spread and Bread. So I knew this was going to happen. I was. So it's. We're recording now. Yeah. Okay. So it's Thursday night. The Brewers just won. Oh. I thought to myself, we'd actually be able to get to watch this while we're doing the pod. Yeah. And there you go. It just hit a walk off. How about that? So Brewers win 3-2. We're doing this a, uh, a day late this week because John's uh, had work. Stuff. And he's. He is in his work attire I'm all right worked now. up. It would have been a good, would have been a good uh, night for a Facebook Live. Yes. I would be underdressed. I look very dapper. I would be underdressed. All right. Well, good job for the Brewers. Congrats, Milwaukee. They almost pissed it away. Oh, hey, look at Did uh, you watch it all the game tonight? Yeah, I was watching it. And then I was at a, so I was at this work event and it was like a award ceremony and guys have all their... <laughs> Like phone set up on the table oh, and they're streaming they're streaming the game and someone's like trying to talk in the stage with a microphone and all you hear is ball one outside <laughs> ball two. I'm like will you turn your damn phone down and kept on doing it uh, well, we were just talking I was at refuge before this and there was like six people with brewer stuff on and there's no TVs in there yeah I'm like why are you here yeah I wh- if you're gonna wear brewer stuff just go home go somewhere and watch the game don't be out the venue to be watching that no head. So Brewers win 3-2. We have a new setup here. So, well, it's like I said, it's Thursday night. I have my iPad out, so we got the Brewers on. Uh, we'll switch over to the Colts-Patriots in a second here. So we apologize for the podcast not getting out before the Thursday night game. You know, obviously, our most of our picks hit all the time, so we didn't make any money tonight. Hopefully you went with your gut. We will catch, we'll catch up this week weekend for sure. Last I saw it was New England was up 7 nothing. Yep. Oh no, fourteen nothing. It is fourteen nothing. And just so you know, I would have bet New England either way. I, you see mine. I have New England. Now I do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, right there. Okay. I don't yeah. want to give the rest of my picks. Yeah. Yep. Now it's I picked New England too. So we both would we both would have taken New England minus eleven is what I had. And if as our, as if, our if you're into um, in game betting, uh, some people might have bet the first quarter New England pick. What was it? Uh, minus three. Oh, jeez. Who scored the second touchdown? Brady. Sneak. Vinatieri missed a 38-yarder. That didn't happen very often. Cordero Patterson. I saw Patterson score the first Cordero touchdown. Cordero will get in there and punt and score <laughs> another <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> uh, so if you didn't know, we're on Google Podcasts. Spread and bread. Spread and bread on Week Google Podcasts. Five. Apple Podcasts. My wife said Stitcher. She had the gut. I said, she said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm almost done with this conference, two days. She's like, can you come home? I said, you got to record the podcast. She said, you're still doing it? I said, yes. What do you mean still doing the it? The people demand it. Yes, they want it. Yes. So she said, okay, fine. It's so funny because we've been doing this, like I said, it's the fifth week. We've always, we have recorded it for the first four weeks on Wednesday. Yep. And we have released it, mo- I think two of the first two weeks were Friday morning. Two of the other ones were maybe Thursday night. Yep. And I'll still get messages like on a Wednesday. When's the podcast coming? And I'm like, 
we're recording it tonight. Like, yeah. relax, Morons. you know? But that's good. That means there is a demand for it. Roxanne clearly does not have a demand to listen to the podcast, but that is fine. That's okay. That's okay. So, yeah, like I said, Thursday night, Brewers 1, 3, 2. We'll put the New England game. We'll keep an eye on the New England game, too, as we go here, which is kind of nice. Wednesday night's kind of boring. Yeah. This uh, is so live scoring we, yeah, for you, folks. Now we got... Right. Well, you'll listen to it on a Friday morning. You'll be like, yeah, I already knew that happened because... Well, or if you're Biff Tannen, you went back in time. Or you're Biff, yes, go back in time. Okay. Uh, spread and bread. Spread and bread. My, it was my turn tonight for the wine. Oh. So I discovered a gem in the red tasting section. The Malbec. Uh, yes. Part of the reason I like Malbec is because it sounds like Maybach. Maybach music. Uh, Maybach music. <laughs> But anyways, so I'm at Woodman's, of course. I think about, you know, I thought to myself, too, Woodman's should be sponsoring this wine segment. They really pod. should be. Now, if they're Woodman's, you'd be like, why would I sponsor? They talk about us all the time, and everyone buys their wine there. But we talk about Woodman's all the time. Well, thanks to me. Yes, thanks to you. Yes. Uh, so I've been there twice this week. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so I bought this one. It's a Punto Final, which means the final period. I bought it because it looked cool. And look at the, look at the, what's, what stands out the most, top right. MLB. MLB. And the MLB playoff started. Yeah. Well, Sam, I've had this wine. Have uh, you? Yeah. Have you had this exact kind? Oh, yeah. I've had this Son like three years ago. Do you like it or no? It's quite nice for a, for a not very expensive Malbec. Yes. It's uh, $10.99. You know, when you... Look How in, much are you spending on your wine that you're bringing here? Oh, uh, depends. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going deep into the cellar. All right. Fair no, enough. no. Uh, no, this is a good one. Um... You know, because for a long time, people that haven't drank a lot of wine, they just think here Cabernet or Merlot or maybe something like that. And I stay away from Merlots because they're usually dry as I shit. Have, I have not had Merlot yet. Yeah. So don't buy it. Okay. But Malbecs are nice because they're nice in between. They're usually not too, too dry. Nice, uh, fruity. Go down easy. And this is a nice one. And you can find this place. Find, I actually think I bought this one at Costco years ago. Oh. And But yeah, Woodman's got it. So we'll give it a whirl. I haven't had it in a while, so it'll be a nice change-up. Let's see. Don't spill it everywhere. So as you're doing that, oh, oh nice. Got it. Just a quick rant on the, well, the Cubs looked awful the last couple nights. Yeah, two runs and 22 innings. Holy crap, that was awful. That's a, let's see if we can just stick it to one bottle tonight. Never know. As opposed to, I, well, I got plenty of wine here. We can go to two if we need to again. Can always Uber home. Yes. Might be in the cards. Cheers. Cheers. To our first Thursday. <laughs> I I like this setup. It's nice. We've got we've got stuff to watch while we talk. Oh. Yeah, it's good. That is good. All I have is Coors Light in my mouth from earlier, but Oh, okay. Good conference? Yeah. Oh, super. Stellar. Yeah. Don't get me started. Anyways. Okay, here we go. All right. So, uh, as always, Packers. Do we really want to? Ca- I mean, there's. Is there much to talk about Packers Bills? No. I went to that game. I got invited by. Oh, some I did neighbors. see that you were there. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the most non-eventful games I've ever been for. Been to. Just it was like sitting there. Okay, which is totally fine. That's the way it should be when yeah. they play a team like that. But I was not. I you know again after they after the Bills beat the Vikings, you don't know what to expect. Yep. Yep. Um. So, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, obviously, the offense still looked like crap. The defense played the way they should against a team that's not very experienced. 
and uh, they won. So that's it. Good review. And I guess the takeaway from that is now all the Rodgers talk with McCarthy and the offense. He hates the offense, how it looks and all that stuff. Thoughts? Uh, well, yeah. He says... I think we've... I've, I feel like this has been like just... Every year. Every fucking year. It's like the last every, like seven years. We all, all these, all of us Packer fans, we're all delusional and all that stuff. Like, we have Aaron Rodgers, and what are we doing? Like, yeah. what are we doing? And we've he, wasted and, so much. And he's saying we should put the ball in the hands of the playmakers. Not a very crafty no, concept. Not a, Pretty not straightforward. Right? Right. Like, yeah. he's not being insane. Yeah. And, uh, and I understand his frustration. Like, I get it. And there's no reason that. Ty Montgomery should be getting carries ahead of Aaron Jones. No, Aaron, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones carry the ball. You're like, yeah, that is a running back. Yeah, he should be your number one back. Yep, he gets the ball and he runs forward. He's got moves. You're like Jamal Williams seems like a good kid, great in pass block, but he's not the guy that can change a game. No, and I mean he's look, he is having a good year too. I mean he's yeah, he's good, good average yards per carry, I believe. But Aaron Jones, yeah, you can just he's got the, a certain spark. I think that when you look at it, like he should be your back. He yeah. should be getting the majority of the carries. Yep. And I get it that he's a back end, like he came off a of suspension, but now like, okay, he's two games in, let him have it, let him yeah, go. Yeah. I never, you know, the Montgomery thing too, it's like, he was always a receiver. Obviously being a running back is so much more wear and tear in his body. I, I've always wondered, has he ever gone to that coaching staff and said, can I just be a receiver now? And I know I get they needed him before, but now at this point, now when Cobb's hurt and Allison's hurt, wouldn't you just go and put Montgomery back at a receiver? Unless, well, they're going to need to, unless he doesn't week. know. This would, unless he doesn't know like what routes to run, I don't know. I I guess, but Allison's on concussion protocol. Yep. Adams may not play. Adams? And, yeah, because he has a calf issue. I didn't know Adams. And, okay. Cobb's uh, hamstring, Cobb's right? hamstring. So Montgomery might be. It might, Graham's questionable too. Yeah, and then so maybe Valdez, Exxon Valdez, Skelding, whatever his name is. That's exactly what his name is. Yes. <laughs> and Montgomery might be their top receivers, so he might get his wife to go back to wide receiver oh. if that's truly the case. Um. So, but who, who the hell knows? Or Graham might just get thirty balls thrown his way. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I obviously there's no way that they're all going to be gone, but no. um, I would think one or two of them possibly or very well could be. Uh, I don't think there's anything else about the game that really no no. Any week four rest of the week four game recaps? I didn't get to see a ton. Why not? Um, what was the late game on Sunday? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, Baltimore and t- Pittsburgh. And Baltimore... Wasn't that the Sunday night game? That was Sunday night. Oh, well, that was a late game. I meant the 3 o'clock game. Oh, 3 o'clock I games. was not awake for there the was... rest of the... <laughs> Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Was that a alcohol-induced uh, not awake? I started drinking for the Packer game at 11 or 11.30. You know, sometimes uh, it's judge you got to do Judge-free zone. Um, yeah, the late games. Oh, Raiders and Browns. Oh, Raiders-Browns. I did Browns catch got that. screwed. Yeah, oh, God. They got screwed big, big time, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a screw job. Um, that was probably the most exciting one, if you will. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm looking through the scores here. I mean, it's well, Patriots hammer the Dolphins. Yeah, that was oh, a good and pick. the Colts. I mean, Frank Reich just screwed that game. Yep. Yeah, there wasn't. It was kind of an uneventful week. I mean, a bunch of surprising games, which we'll get to as we pick. I think as we pick the games that are, but I, I got nothing to really recap. Our, our gambling was was awful as as well. Paltry. So you <laughs> and me and the coin all went five, eight, and two. Oh. Hey. It's not uh, three and 13. It's, it's not. It's not. Um, just for the record, I know we didn't mention it last week, but so this past week, Tanya went seven, six, and two. Just uh, I'm keeping track of that as well. 
Yeah, well. So I think I... What did I say last week? Let me make my picks with my thought process and then just take the exact opposite. Yes. I was tempted to do that this week. But that would have worked out pretty well. Yes. I will... Uh, I'm not doing it this week, but if it goes haywire again this week, I will be, we're doing, I will be doing it this, yeah. the next week, whatever. So our Paule went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Perfect. Jay Powell, of course, he won the Powell. He had the win. He had the win. I had the loss. You had the tie. Yep. The other two that we did, and again, I tweeted these out so you know what they were. The second one went two and one, and the third one went one, one and one. Yeah, the two and one is always frustrating. Who lost the second one? What were the two picks? Oh, you did Miami. Yes. Yes, you were. You were. Yeah, I lost. I had the yeah. over in the Charger Forty Nine er game. Yeah. I can't remember what Jay Powell had. And then on our locks, you were 0-1-1, and, and I was 1-1. Yes. So, uh, sorry that you lost money. You probably won money. You actually probably won money. If you were smart, if you've been listening to this podcast for the fifth yeah. week now, you you should be up a ton of money. You don't have to use all of them. You can like, and you know, certain podcasts no, you, will don't, say... Don't use it. Use the exact opposite of them, and you would be making money. Right. Or you say, hey, might lay off this one. I don't like it. Right? It might be a pass. We just happen to make picks on every game. Doesn't mean we're putting money well, on every right. game. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just making picks on every game. Correct. A lot of the prognosticators will say, "This is a game is a pass. I'm going to pass on this game. Yeah. I'm going to pass on this game." We make picks. Doesn't mean we're using them. Correct. So I guess that's we can get into week five then for the lines. These uh, the lines are again from Bovada. We have them on the spread and bread board. Spread. Yeah, the official big board. They are uh, as of Not five so o'clock oh. today. I oh. updated these, and they, I, I update them typically once a day, just because I'm bored. I'm like, I just want to double check. This, there's a lot of movement on all of these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, we started with the the game tonight. We had it was New England minus eleven. We both had New England, correct? Correct. Not much to talk about. I mean, no. New I, England looked good coming off against Miami. I thought they're on, they're at home. Edelman's back. I don't know what you can really expect out of Edelman the first night. Well, he's already had, he got like three catches yeah, the first drive. I saw that, yeah, in the first quarter. Yeah, I was gonna say he had a bunch of catches. So, and he's on the he's right there on the TV. He's right in football. For, so. Yeah. Well, and and it's just in in Thursday night games, Brady has like a ridiculously good record. The Patriots were ten and one against the spread in their last eleven games as a double digit home favorite. Mm. So that was a kind of a big indicator for me. And they're nine and zero straight up, or eight and one against the spread in their last nine home games. Average winning margin was sixteen point two two. And Brady has, uh, in his last 12 Thursday night football games, or Thursday night games, um, he has 25 touchdowns and three interceptions. Pretty, pretty good. good stat. That's pretty a pretty good. good stat. So, yeah. And and then even when this morning when I looked at it, uh, T.Y. Hilton was out. Oh, I didn't even see that for sure. Okay. So he's throwing to Ryan Grant. Yeah. Not the running back from the Packers. Nope. And, I miss him. Uh, C. Uh, C. Rogers. It's, it's not Carlos Rogers, Chris. Charlie, Charlie, Chimichanga, Rogers, Carl, Carl, Carl. Who names your kid Carl in this day and age? I don't know if it's Carl. I'm just. Is oh. there any Carls right oh, now? I his name no, I, I don't know his name is Carl. I have no idea. I can check for you if you want. No, I don't care. Anyway, no, check. No, we have to know. We have to know what C. Rogers, what his name is. And the Patriots are driving again, and James White is catching thirty balls. That's why I started him in fantasy. Thirty so. seconds coming later. Yes. I don't care about your fantasy. I know you don't. That's why I only have 30 seconds. So that was our analysis. Yeah, James White is 55 for 50. Yeah. So uh, that's our analysis on this game. Just know that we picked it. Chester! 
Chester. Chester. Well, again, who names, who their, names their kid, names kid Chester, Chester in this day and age? Maybe his parents were eating Cheetos. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Chester as a name than Carl. Yeah. Chester Cheetah. Yeah. Ah, what right. was that from? Can't uh, hardly wait. Was it can't hardly wait? What? Chester Cheetah. Oh, Is that Can't Hardly Wait? Oh, yeah. oh my god. If you haven't seen Can't Hardly Wait, watch it. Yeah. Awesome movie. Next game on the spread and breadboard. Yes. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay minus one. Yes. You want to start? You want me to start? Go ahead. I don't... I don't... Just... I, every, every game with Green Bay, I just am so hesitant to do anything. I was wrong last week. I said they should be favored by 10 against any team. And it was Buffalo in there at home. I think Detroit can score a crap load of points on Green Bay. We've talked about how Green Bay could be missing a bunch of receivers. That being said, I will take Detroit. I will take the point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is this is can be those trap games. I feel like, and it just must be like, it seems like it's recent memory where you feel like. The Packers play bad in Detroit, but they've had a lot of good wins there too, right? With the Hail Mary and winning, um, you know, to get in the playoffs a few years back as well. Other things, but Rodgers actually plays really well against Stafford when, he, when they're both healthy, historically. Um, I feel like Detroit, their, their defense just, they beat New England, obviously, at that home game a couple weeks back, and they look really good. They got destroyed by the Jets the first week of yeah, the season. To, I mean, they've, yeah, looked, so they've been up and yeah, down as you can be. Yeah, so up and down. They they lost to Dallas when they, I don't think they should have, mm-hmm. and that was a close game. They covered that one. Yep, they uh, did. Barely. Um, and now you hear, like, okay, Cobb could possibly still be out, maybe Adams, all these different weapons, but then this is a game where Rodgers could still use all these young guys and still... Yeah. Cover, right? Yep. Like he took he took Arizona to overtime in the playoffs with Jeff Janice and Everdaris. What's Jeff Janice doing right now? Nothing. I heard his name today. Yesterday yeah. yesterday I think I heard it. And I'm like nothing. Oh, where's Jeff Janice? Yeah. Nothing. He's doing nothing. He got cut from Cleveland. I think I don't think he's with anybody. And Everdaris is back in Watoma, I think. Really? Yeah. Anyways, so I think just from the pure from the way I look at it, I I'll just take the opposite side. Again. Trying to make up some ground, and I just think take the better quarterback. Green Bay coming off a shutout of Buffalo defense, maybe getting a little bit more mojo. Take Green Bay. So, are we going to get to the end of the year? This is probably this is probably what Jason and Kevin and Andy are thinking right now as they listen. Is John ever going to pick against Green Bay? Um, maybe. Have you yet? You haven't yet. To stay tuned. <laughs> there are seventeen weeks in the season. Yes, we're only on week five. Yes. Long way to go. Next game on the slate is the Giants at the Panthers. Panthers are... Now, this one moved. This is this is where we're at right now. So, as of this morning, and you saw my text, because yeah. this is one of our yes. Uh, yes. Paule picks, not yes. one of ours, yes. but uh, Carolina minus six and a half. This morning it was minus seven, but right now we have it at seven. Mm-hmm. Carolina is minus six and a half. Yeah, so uh, at minus seven, I was like, oh, interesting. At minus six and a half, really like this game. And... Of course, sure enough, our friend John J. Powell. Why did we call him John? You... J. Powell. Yeah, Anyways, okay. you know, yeah. just a little, a little formal in there. Yeah. Uh, chose Carolina, and this is a game where I'm gonna have to agree with him. I like the Carolina pick. I like number one. I like a team that's coming off a week of rest. Carolina at home. I like that. 
and even though they're getting a they're given a touchdown, the Giants have not been good offensively, and Carolina's defense is pretty solid. Um, and I just I I I, I like the idea of Carolina coming off a week of rest, having more time to prepare. Their offense was, was playing pretty well leading up until the bye. Um, and at seven, it was kind of a touchy one, but at six and a half, I like it because I think they can win by a touchdown. Uh, their defense will do can do enough to put pressure on Eli and to make it happen. So I like Carolina in this game, and I agree with John. Okay, so I don't have. I wish I had numbers on this because as you were talking, I, I was just thinking about it. I would like to know what our record is of picks where you, me, and Jay Powell all agree. Oh, I don't yeah, think it's good. Yeah. I don't. Um, I clearly think Carolina should win this game. I'm going to get in, into a little bit more a few games down the board here of more reason why I'm picking this the way I'm picking it. Okay. What are you looking at? What are you going to say? Uh, I want to throw in a couple more stats. Yeah, go ahead. Home games against non-divisional opponents for the Panthers, they've been very good. So going 16-3 and three straight up and 14-4-1 and one against the spread when hosting teams outside the NFC South since 2015 but they're also 3-0 straight up and it gets the spread one coming off a bye since the start of 2015 averaging more than 30 points a game so so suck on that okay so i'm gonna take i'm taking the giants strictly on the fact what not strictly i have two reasons and i'll get to the second one later as we get to a different game mainly the first reason is because i don't when you me and john all pick me and j-pal pick the same games it does not work out Okay. So, and I didn't know you were going to take, to be fair, I didn't know you were going to take Carolina. I wrote the Giants down here for my secondary reason, which we will get to in a bit, but we will move on here to the next game. Denver at the Jets. This is a line that have moved, has moved all over the freaking board. This thing opened up and I think the Jets were favored by one or one and a half, mm-hmm. which I was, I'm like, wh- why? What? What? You know, Denver was just Monday night. I get it's a short week for them. Uh, Denver probably should have beat Kansas City. Keenum overthrows Thomas. Probably should have won the game. Um, I know Denver's traveling now. I don't. I don't know what the Jets are. It's I, Denver's got a good defense going against a rookie quarterback. I. I just. I thought to myself, Mike. I can't believe that Denver's not favored now. Again, the Jets were favored to start when Monday hit. Right now, it is Denver minus one. So Denver is favored by minus one. Favored by minus one. Again, I did it again. Favored Enough by about one. minus one. Jesus. Uh, either way, I'm taking Denver. Okay. That's it. That's I. Hey, you're oh. the member. Okay. We've all we know this. This other this works. Yeah. I give my field picks little, and then you go into the numbers yeah. more. These are the numbers that stood. Out. I I just think that Denver, you know, that they got beat at home, which wasn't surprising, I guess. But by not Kansas against City. not the way Kansas City's playing. Yeah. All right. Um, and the Jets last week. You know them getting blo- they got blown out last week, right? By like well, they're seventeen play. points or more. Um, and and they have been they're a plus three they're like a plus three or plus four turnover team, and that was like the first time in forever that 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 has ever happened that a team like that oh, has yeah. been blown Jaguars out. Jaguars beat them thirty one to twelve. Right. So they played a good defense. They put them yep. on the road. Yep. Jets also have a good defense. You know, as far as overall for the season goes. Um, but when you look at Denver's stats, they are one in ten straight up and against the spread 
the last 11 games on the road. But more importantly, in early games, which this is an early game, they're 0-6 straight up and against the spread in their last six early afternoon games. So even though rookie quarterback Darnold's, you know, he's a rookie, obviously, but they're playing at home. They have a good defense. Keenum is prone to make some mistakes, even it seems like. I mean, he can throw sure. for a lot of yards. But the Jets cornerbacks, I think, can help equalize their defense. I like the Jets at home. I like this. I actually like the Jets kind of quite a bit in this situation. Ooh. I think the Jets I think the Jets win this game outright. Well, that usually it goes against the public, right? And the public is clearly on Denver because yes. that the spread has moved two yes. points into their favor. So Oh, you have a quarantine notification. Oh, nice. Screw that. Uh next game. Shootout time, right? That's what they everyone thinks. Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by three. Over-under is 58. The highest over-under on the uh, schedule for the weekend. Yeah, so a lot of points. You're up. Yeah, I am. Or up. Asia, but... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yes, uh, I am up. You're up. Good band. Final countdown. Uh... Look that one up, kids. Uh, so, yeah, this game, interesting, uh, because... Pittsburgh looked pretty bad at home against Baltimore. That game surprised me, yeah. But Baltimore, pretty solid team. You yeah. know, uh, they're showing they are. Yep. So they're 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 playing good defense. They're scoring when they need to. They're you know they're controlling the ball really well. Um, Pittsburgh can still, you know, I think when when you look at that Tampa game, they were able to move the ball up and down the field. Atlanta. I was surprised by last week. They just can't stop anybody, and they lost another defensive tackle. So they're 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 losing defensive players left and right, and they played against a Cincinnati team that didn't have Mixon, right? And they still got beat at home. Not just didn't cover the spread; they got beat outright. Um, I like Pittsburgh at home, and just for the sake of I think their offense can do enough to keep Atlanta off the field, their offense off the field. So I like the home team. They, Pittsburgh always typically plays better. I shouldn't say always, but most of the time they play better, aside from last week. Yeah, they did. Yeah, right. Against Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, I like them to, to cover this game against Atlanta. This is one hell of a week. Well, at least someone's going to make up some ground here. Um, so this, yeah, this game should be a shootout by all accounts. Everyone thinks it's good. Atlanta can't stop anyone. So right. Matt Ryan's throwing uh, nonstop. Ridley's having an insane year as a rookie right now. Julio Jones doesn't have a touchdown pass. It's, I believe that's got to stop at some point. So in 1991, Al Toon for the Jets, Wisconsin alone, yeah, yeah. he had 963 yards and zero touchdowns. That's the most receiving yards in NFL history without a touchdown. Julio Jones is on pace for... Speaking of James White touchdown. Oh. Julio Jones is on pace for 2,008 yards and zero touchdowns. That's... But obviously, he's going to catch a touchdown, but obviously projected, yeah. Uh. I mean, but still, it's like... Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe they should throw at him in the end zone a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? Um, I don't, you know, if I wouldn't... If I had this game before Baltimore came into Pittsburgh and beat him like, like last week, I would have probably p- p- picked Pittsburgh. I just feel like this is going to be one of those games where it's just back and forth. Shootout, shootout, shootout. And it could go to overtime and someone could kick a field goal. At this point, I don't even know. Both these teams, I think their defenses are awful, clearly, which is why the over-under is 58. So... My thought process is I'm just going to take the points because I have no idea. This is a coin toss to me. Who could win this game? So I'll take the points. So I am taking Atlanta. 
Moving on, next game is as Baltimore we were just talking about. Another lot and just another weird line to me. Mm-hmm. So Baltimore goes into Pittsburgh and beats them, and they beat them by like what, like twelve points, something like that, like twenty six fourteen or twenty eight sixteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're playing Cleveland, and I don't. I mean, Cleveland looks better. Cleveland has looked better than they have in the last two years, but that doesn't really take a whole lot. And Baltimore is only favored by three. Mm-hmm. I I don't. This is remember last week we were talking about Houston in Indy, mm-hmm. and I said this is the trappiest of all. This is the trappiest of the trap games. Yes. And what happened? Houston covered. Yep. So we all got trapped. We all got sucked into Indy. Yep. And Houston covered. This to me is the trap game. That doesn't mean that I'm picking Cleveland because I will. I always try to go smart over dumb, stupid, and I cannot see how Baltimore. This is this will go back to another game that we got wrong. This is like Chicago going on the road to Arizona, yeah, in week three. Yep, and Arizona covered, of course. Yep, but I, I just I I can't sit here and look at this game and think that Baltimore is not going to beat Cleveland by more than three. So I'm taking Baltimore minus three. Yeah, you look at the way Cleveland got robbed. <laughs> they not robbed, but they got screwed. <laughs> I think they got screwed against Oakland. They should have won that game mm-hmm. with that fumble that. It was pretty obviously a fumble, um, you know, uh, late in the game there that could have sealed it for them. Baltimore has played really good. They're common opponents, blah, 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 blah. It's, and it, it is one of those, I think I agree with you. I think it's one of those trap games. You're just like, oh, how is this going to go? This is more of a gut feeling for me more than anything else because it stats, I think, Past stats get thrown out because I think you just can't base a Cleveland what they are today based upon what they did in the past because I, there's just a different mindset. Sure, I just like the the nature of how they're playing. That they, shockingly, Hugh Jackson goes, "Oh, you know what? Maybe we should get uh, Nick Chubb the ball more." Well, he averaged thirty some yards of carry last week against Oakland, and he did well the week before. So they're looking to involve him a little bit more. Uh, I think that. I'm not saying they win this game, but I think they do cover. I like Cleveland. Okay, so I'm just, I was making notes because I'm looking, because I keep track of all this stuff. As far as divisional games go, we know how bad we've been. Yeah. So last week, you were 1 3 and 1 in divisional games. And I was 0 4 and 1. Oh, stellar. So, and, and this is, you know, this is a divisional game. Yep. And we've had two so far. We've both we've taken opposite picks, so yep. that means we're gonna be one and one at the, up to this point. Yep. Okay. Next game. All right. So this is where I'm gonna we're gonna kinda circle back to the giant Panther game. So Miami is on the road uh on, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by five and a half. So uh, normally I do the survivor pick stuff later, but we'll cover it now. So my two picks that I had for the week for because I am still alive in my survivor pool. These are the two games that I was going to pick for between either Carolina or Cincinnati. Okay. So to recap how my survivor pool has gone this year, I picked Green Bay the first week, should have lost. They squeaked it out against the Bears. Second week, I picked New Orleans. They played the Browns. The Browns left like eight points. Their kicker left eight points on the board. Probably should have lost. They squeaked it out. Yep. Third week, I picked the Bears. They were down 14-0, I believe, to the Cardinals. Squeaked it out at the end. (laughs) Covered that one. Last week, Chargers I picked against San Francisco. They were down fourteen nothing. They squeaked out. it out. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I'm t- I, the reason I took the Giants partly was because I was going to take Carolina as my survivor pool. 
I didn't. Just because my thought is whatever whatever I pick I take for my survivor pool, it's going to be a close game, mm-hmm. right? So that is the first reason I wrote down New York because I just think that these all these games that are are the obvious survivor picks are the ones that are close or the ones that look like Minnesota against Buffalo. Everyone lost Minnesota because they lost to Buffalo. Yep. So I took Cincinnati for the my survivor pick just because I don't think Miami has I think like a Giants offense can explode. Like they got a good running back. They got an insane receiver. I don't think Miami has anything. I'm done taking road teams for a survivor pick unless it is like such a wide gap of of talent and, and record-wise. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm sticking to home sure. teams because like I was thinking like, do I take Tennessee maybe at Buffalo? Not going to do it. So I took Cincinnati. Uh, that being said, I'm taking Miami against a spread because it's Miami's either going to win this game or it is... Yeah, it's gonna be tight because that's the, my trend right now. Is my survivor picks, the teams that I, that I played my picks for survivor are four zero against the spread. So Miami covers the spread. They're five. Then it's five and zero. Yeah. So I got yep. Miami. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I said. Sure. Uh, no. If you're listening, you're very confused. No. You're good. You yeah. got it. It's not your hangover. Just take it's the just team. It's just the fact that that was very confusing. Whoever is my survivor pick, take the other team against the spread. So. Betting on NFL teams the week after they lose by 20 points or more has been pretty profitable for those of you who have done it in the past. Uh, teams that have lost by 20 points or more, they're 32, 22, or 34, 22, and 3 against the spread. That's 60% since the start of last season. So that puts two teams in that position this week. Number one being the Dolphins. Yep. Number two being the Bills. For that point... In particular, I think, you know, Miami goes to New England. They get blown out. That happens to pff, how many teams over the last 15 years? It's happening to the right, Colts right, right now. So, you know, I think that if, hopefully they go in and just forget about it. Cincinnati, possibly still without Mixon. Don't know. He's questionable. Eifert's obviously gone. And uh, John Ross, Rick Ross's nephew, is... Uh, <laughs> Malbec pop- music. Malbec, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Is possibly still out. Um, so Cincinnati can score points. Miami, again, I think. I just don't think Miami's good. I don't think they're good, but I think they're good enough to cover. Yeah. Oh, hey, I picked Miami as well. So. And But the over has hit in the last five Cincinnati home games, too. So a little side note, maybe another uh, side bet you want to look at. Last five home games for Cincinnati has hit 48 and a half points. Really not that much. 27 to 3 game, hopefully in the favor of Cincinnati. Winning or. Miami covering. So I like Miami as well. Yeah, the one thing that scared me a little bit was just Miami getting blown out. But uh, I just, you know, I just don't think they're that they're very good and since he's since he's on home at home. So uh next game, probably the game of the week. Uh I would oh, guess. Yeah. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Jacksonville is That's at an early game, right? Yeah. Jacksonville yeah. is at is it early? Yep. Yeah. Jacksonville's at Kansas City. Kansas City destroying people. Well, not destroying. Well, they destroyed everyone basically against Denver, except Denver. Um, only getting just the three points from being at home. Mm-hmm. You up or am I up? You're up. Me up? You are. Me? Well, no, actually, it's me, but go ahead. Okay. Um, this is one of those games that's like, it's almost like the Atlanta-Pittsburgh game. I don't know. I have... Mahomes has been awesome. Kansas City has... They're not one of those ride or die teams. There's no ride or die teams left, by the way. Anyway, there's no. The Rams aren't ride or die. The Kansas City Kansas City's not ride or die. Miami's not. 
All these teams that I love that I was riding that I'm not riding, you know, I'm not, it's, that's out the window now. I still am riding one of them, but, um, I, I this is going to be the, I think Denver was a little bit of a test for Mahomes. I think this is the, this is the true test for Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, going against a defense like Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it helps a ton that he's obviously at home. The, the over-under surprises me a little bit. It's 49. I thought it would be lower. That so I mean if I had to play something, I would play the under. Um, but I don't even know if I want to play that because I just this could be a fantasy dream for you know for fantasy. It's like Bortles throwing a bunch of passes, touchdown passes too, because Mahomes puts up two touchdown passes real quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the same reason I took Jacksonville against New England in Week Two. I think it was Week Two. I'm taking Jacksonville against Kansas City. Their defense. Uh, I think is 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 an elite defense. Mahomes, despite him being off to an amazing start and clearly not playing like a second year player, I think this is going to be his test. And at some point, he's going to have to lose. He's going to have a he's going to have a setback. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe it's not this week. I believe that this will probably be the week that he runs into a little bit of trouble. I think if Denver Denver gives gave Mahomes problems, I think Jacksonville's going to give Mahomes even more problems. So mm-hmm. I'm taking Jacksonville plus three. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where you look at. Um... You know the good, the good defense against a, uh, you know a bad offense type of thing, right? Or, or the good defense against a good quarterback, and it's typically the good defenses that play pretty well, right? And and this is a game I think that sets up for that. Um, to your point about the total, you look at that. The, there's so the last six home games for the Chiefs. Five of the last six games, the total has gone under. You're correct in saying that uh, this is a test game for Mahomes because Jacksonville, I think, will have some, I think, motivation. Right? They want to try and contain Kelsey and Hill and everybody, and put some pressure on him to hopefully bring him back down to earth. Obviously, after after uh, beating Denver on the road, and in this situation, it, it could be like a trap game for Kansas City a little bit. Yeah. And, I, and for that sake, I, I like taking the the better defense at home versus a good quarterback versus a bad defense against an average offense, which Casey's defense is terrible. It's awful. So I'm going to take Jacksonville. Who did you take? I took Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of a trap game, Tennessee at Buffalo. Oof. This thing opened at three and a half. Yeah, that was one of these. I like. I did a double take. I'm like three and a half, ten. Well, I was, Hopefully, Jeff Fisher is doing this game. Jeff Fisher's doing games. Yes. How terrible is why, that? Why does he have a job? He shouldn't have a job doing anything other no. than selling oversized jackets <laughs> and mullet hair product. <laughs> I, I, I looked at this like, how is Tennessee favored by three? Only three and a half. It's up to five now. Yeah. So we're at we're at the board says five five yeah. or minus five. The over-under is 39 and a half. I can't, I cannot justify any, the only way I can justify taking Buffalo in this is the fact that they beat Minnesota, which yes. last week shows that Buffalo is just Buffalo and they lost, you know, 22 to nothing to Green Bay. So I'm taking Tennessee minus five. I, it, it feels like we talked about Baltimore Cleveland feeling like a trap game. I, I feel like this could be a trap game, but I can't, I cannot talk myself into taking Buffalo no matter how many points you give me. Yeah. So I'm taking Tennessee. Well, and Tennessee's been three and one against the spread. Buffalo's been one and three against the spread. 
Yeah, Tennessee's won. playing well. Tennessee's playing very Buffalo's well. Buffalo's one win against the spread was against a certain team we won't name. Um, we all know who it was. Yeah, we do. How the uh, hell did that game ever happen? That's insane yeah, to me. They're asking the same question. The Titans are 7-2 and two against the spread in their last nine games. Uh, the over has hit in five of Buffalo's last seven home games against Tennessee. Again, that doesn't mean anything to me because that's there's just too many changes with personnel and whatnot. I'm going to go just based upon the fact that Tennessee, their defense is actually pretty solid. Yeah. Special teams are good. I like the way Vrabel kind of coaches. You know, he has a lot of trust in Mariota. He's the guy that's going to go for it a lot. He's, he, you know, he's kind of buying into the player's philosophy of, we don't like ties, so we're just going to buck the trend and try to avoid having ties in overtime and go for it when maybe other teams won't. Uh, so five, five is a lot of points for two teams that are just kind of unsure of, but I think Tennessee's the better team and they can win by a touchdown on the road. Yeah, I, you know, this has got the makings to me. Like if, if this game goes as scripted, it's like a 24 to 10 Tennessee win. Yes. You know, like obviously Vegas would think it would be something different based on the 39 and a half and five, but I just 20, 24 to 10 seems like a, a typical score mm-hmm. for a game like this. So, okay. So you're taking Tennessee, you said, right? Yes. Okay. Just to update you, we're at halftime of the New England game. It's 24 to three. James White has nine catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. And I didn't pick him in any of my DraftKings lineups. Every every time I do DraftKings, James White, James White, James White, he catches a lot. This is why I pick him in fantasy. Yeah. Until, well, he's about to be the top. He's gonna be a top ten rated running back in fantasy. In yeah. cl- I mean, his DraftKings uh, salary is gonna go up a ton. You'd think, but maybe not. It's unreal. It's unreal. All right, late games. Oakland at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers are favored by five. This this spread moved a bunch too. Uh, I think it was like six and a half to open or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now it's uh, Chargers minus five. Mm-hmm. Chargers barely won against uh, C.J. Beathard, who, we, who I said some not so nice things about. And the the list of people that you say that about is very large. That, that hey, that's not true at all. Anyways, uh, San Francisco almost won that game. Yeah, that's, that's Chargers crazy. are giving up like 30 points a game. Oakland won that game against Cleveland. Cleveland in overtime. In overtime. Gifted to them. Yes, but they've been competitive in every game that they've played so far. For they the have, most, yes, uh, they have. For, for the majority of those games. This game is in Los Angeles, which is not really Los Angeles. It's at a soccer field south of the city. So this will probably be more like a 75% Oakland Fan base, 25% Chargers. So it'll be like a home game for Oakland, I think. Yep. So, and I just think that Oakland's playing well enough, and five points is probably too much to give. And Oakland can score on the Chargers. Uh, I'll take Oakland. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers. Do you like how I don't give my analysis? Or I just give you my pick, and then I give you my analysis? Yeah. I just, I don't feel good about this at all. I don't. I wouldn't feel good about taking Oakland plus five. I don't feel good about taking the Chargers minus five, especially with what the Chargers did last week. I just know the Chargers. I know the Chargers can score no matter what. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really question what the Raiders can do. Uh, if you're the Chargers, just take away Jared Cook because clearly that's where the ball is going for the most part. Cooper has had a couple game good games, but I think the Chargers have more weapons. They got two good running backs. They got multiple receivers. 
this is one of those games that it'll be it, it's you know it'll be 30 to 30 and then the Chargers come down and score a touchdown and they win by seven and that's the game over under and this is 53 i think that's an intriguing number uh because i th- i think this is this is one of those shootout games of the week if i had to if i had to pick i would i would say over in this game mm-hmm. um i would guess that that i you know before sunday i think that game's gonna or that over under is gonna pick up i don't feel confident in this game for all the reasons that i just said and another reason is because it's a divisional game well in last 14 game home games for the chargers they're four and 14 against the spread and last four games total has gone over home mm-hmm. games okay at an average of 57 points so take the over and take oakland that's what the numbers say. That's what the numbers say. Okay. I am not the numbers. No. God, no. Not the way we've been, we've been picking this week or this year. But what we say on here may not always correlate to what we do. Hmm. Again, we twit. We twit. twit. We tweet out all of our You're picks. You're I tweet the picks now. At yes. Spread and Bread. At Spread and Bread. Spread and Bread. Spread and Bread. Week five. Next game, uh, Rams at Seahawks. Rams are favored by seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm up. I have no ride or die teams left. No, he's technically, out of them. Technically, I have no ride or die teams left based on teams against the spread. I have a ride or die team left, and it is the Rams. Oh, and I'm taking. I love them. I love the Rams. I'm. I would be absolutely shocked if the Rams. I shouldn't say absolutely shocked. I should be. I shouldn't be absolutely shocked. I would be. I would be very surprised if the Rams did not get to the Super Bowl. I, they're good. They are so good. Again, you heard it here. That's am I? Are you going to disagree with me? They're so well, good. That analysis so is good. just so, so good. So good. They're so good. Well, you know, net yards per play. If you're using that as stat, they are number one, heading into Week Five. Number two being Jaguars. Hmm. Number three being. Redskins, number four being the Ravens and Falcons. And just to reiterate, it is the Jaguars, not the Jaguars. Yes, it's not J-A-G-Y-R. That's correct. Uh, Jaguars. Jaguars. Or Jags. Jagoffs. Bingo Jags. Uh, Anyways, those teams against the spread are combined 12-6-1. Now, what I don't... Wow, this pen is light. Why the fuck is this lit up? It's a pen that lights up. I don't know what's this... How does it do that? Who's made? Oh. Oh, there you go. Anyways. <laughs> and there's your light-up pen segment. <laughs> so, uh, what I don't like is uh, seven and a half points. I, I know. In I any was, case, yeah. it's just too much to give up to uh, a team like Seattle. Is it? I think it is. Is it really yep. too much for Seattle? It is. Are you going to be surprised when this game is 35 to 13? Well, okay, so the numbers here, Sam. Oh. Pete Carroll's Seattle teams have gone... 13 and 5 against the spread in their last games as home underdogs over the recent years. Okay? When they were better at home. Okay, go on. And, and the X factor that's always going to be out there is Russell Wilson. I think at this point, I don't think Seattle really has a true offense. I think they call a play. Wilson goes out there and says, I hate Brian Schottenheimer, and he does whatever he wants to do, and they figure out ways to make it happen. And it's just one of those weird things where no matter how good a team is and the Rams are playing super hot, they gave up a lot of yards last week to Minnesota on a short week. Which is expected on a Thursday night game. You expect that stuff. Yeah. And I think 
Seattle is just one of those teams where it's going to be a late afternoon. Their fan base is still going to be loud. It's still going to be a good environment for them. I just, I, I, I think the Rams will win. I just don't think they cover. And I like Seattle. I think it's just too many points to give up. And I, that is, I have a nice feeling about that one. Mm. Mm. I have a nice feeling the other way. Because yeah. I, I just realized, too, I mean, I, I, I knew it before I didn't say it, but the Rams have extra, you know, had an extra three, three days to prepare, three days of rest. This is your blowout of the week. Oh. It's your blowout of the week. The Rams? Yeah. Okay. What did I say? 30, 35 to 13. Yeah. Okay. Next game is our uh, beloved Vikings. Yes. On the road. Against, My Minnesota Vikings. Yes. Against the... Uh, hey, you lived in Minnesota for a while. I did. Good times. It was always fun when I went and visited you there. Great times. It's where you met your wife. It is where I met So you can't wife. hate Minnesota. No. Um... So, anyways, Minnesota's on uh, on the road against Philly. Philly is favored by three. Me, you, you, me, you, me, you, me, 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 you, me, you, you, you. I think it's you. What movie is that? Uh, that's uh, that's from uh, Night of the Roxbury. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Skit slash movie. But then it was uh, the from the Office when they reenacted it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Nard Dog. So I get in this habit or mode where I just always pick Minnesota because I hate them. Yeah. And I want them to lose. So I think to myself, if they're going to win, I need to at least have one positive outcome of them yeah, that's your, winning. That's your silver lining. That's like, me. I'm going to bet against I'm it. I'm hedging my bets, right? It, yeah. yeah, right? So like, hey. Your, 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 your moral bets versus, or not moral, your, your feeling bets versus your actual bets. Hey, the Duke championship in 2010 cost me hundreds of no, dollars. Okay. No one cares about Duke, so stop talking about that. We, everyone cares. No one cares about Duke. Okay. Everyone cares about Duke. Two people care. They're the most popular team for college basketball. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so again, I don't know. Philly hasn't looked good at all. Uh, what did they do last week? What the hell? What was the, Where is this here? Uh, most pop. The most popular from the standpoint, of people college root, basketball root against them, not rooting for them. Both. Well, because it's fitty fitty. Okay. So half the people Come hate on, them. You can't say that Duke's one of the most popular, the most popular they universities. Watch them to cheer against them. So Philly, they beat no. Who won? Tennessee beat Philly. Did they last week or no? Yes. Okay. I, Philly has not shown me one damn thing. I expected them to show me something with Wentz coming back. I don't. I don't. I just don't know who they are or what they are. I think Minnesota has got more weapons, and I like taking teams. I I know it's on the road. Clearly, Minnesota doesn't care where they play because at home they got their asses kicked by Buffalo. Uh, and I'll hedge my bets and be happy if Minnesota loses, and I'll be happy if they win because I'm picking Minnesota plus three. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, it could typically go with my feelings where I just bet against Minnesota and always bet with the Green Bay. Yeah, there you go. You're gonna, it's going to be 16-0, 16-0. So... You know, do you really want to buck that trend personally? But for the the for Philadelphia, I mean, it's an important game for them, right? Once coming back, they're still trying to figure out their mojo, or they come off the Super Bowl hangover. I don't think they have mojo anymore. That's the thing. Well, are they I trying to find it? I don't think they're they a hangover try- anymore. I think they're just not that good. good. I don't think it's not that they're not good, but they're two and two. They're one and three against the spread. Vikings are one, two, and one against the spread, which historically Zimmer's been a great coach against the spread. With that being said, I'm just gonna say it's gonna be Minnesota. I think Minnesota's a pick. If 
for the pure reason why this is their season. They don't win this game. This is a tilting point in their season. What's their record right now? They're one, two, and one. Two and one, yeah. You lose this and, game. You're, and Chicago's three and yeah, one. Yeah. You're one, three and one in the division. With still some very tough games ahead of them, obviously. They need the game more than Philadelphia does. I think Philadelphia can still recover because their division is weaker. Um, and Zimmer, now, maybe they don't win, but I th- they definitely cover. But I think Minnesota, you know, you look at Zimmer's history, he's been rock solid against the spread, and he started out slow, and he wants to win some money back. So they're going to cover this week. So you're taking Minnesota? I am taking Minnesota. Holy hell. Yep. Yeah, so suck on that, you jerks that listen over there. Yeah, Gillis and Kratz and Halleck. Yeah. Probably the uh, one of the worst games of the week. Yeah. Arizona at San Francisco. San yes. Francisco is favored by four. Yeah. With a over-under of 40. I oh. thought maybe that's that should say 20, but it says 40. And there's not, what can you, th- this is another one, if you dig into numbers... And you look and you're like, all right, well, there's C.J. Beathard. What's he done? Josh Rosen, new quarterback. Steve Wilkes, uh, new coach, not much there. Shanahan. Uh, I am purely going off. I'm taking San Francisco because Beathard looked actually pretty decent. I like George Kittle, another guy that has an old man's name who's in his early 20s. George. George. Uh, Pretty good. Breda, like him. Pretty solid. San Francisco's defense, not too bad. Rosen won't do enough to win. So San Francisco wins, and they cover. So I looked at this game, and anyone who drafted David Johnson in their fantasy league oh. is regretting it. Oh, yeah, obviously. I hate that. Or Le'Veon Bell as well. Those are your top, you know, that, and then Gurley is your top three, whatever, most likely. I feel like if David Johnson doesn't get on track this week. He's not. He he never is he's never going to like they're not they don't care about his they don't care about getting him track and this is they're just they're screwed so I think and I don't have David Johnson in fantasy leagues uh, but I think this is the week that David Johnson gets back on track I think that this is the time that this is the one of the only games probably all year that Arizona can can win a game um, so I think they're going to rely on on David Johnson maybe get try to force the ball to Fitzgerald a little bit more. And I, this is I, I got I have Arizona covering this. I don't like. I think both these teams are bad. Yeah. So if I got two bad teams, I'll take the points. The team with the points. Forty ers the their last nine games at home against the spread, um, as home favorites, they're zero and nine. But I, I don't know. Clearly, we know the numbers don't mean anything. Yeah, they don't mean anything because I think. Flip a coin, people. At, at the end of last year, when they were with Garoppolo, they they were underdogs and they covered. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and last week we thought they would have got killed, yeah. and they didn't. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. I'm just going against that. I, I take in this case, I take the the I think what I perceive as being the better coach in Shanahan with a guy that's played longer as Beathard, and they get it done. Uh, in a shocking turn of events, Dallas is on a Sunday night game. Oh yeah. Just Typically doesn't happen. Amazing. So they're on the road. At least not at home. Yep. They're on the road at Houston. Houston coming off a a gift basket of a win. They would have tied. It should have been a tie. Uh, but Houston's favored by three. Um, you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I will go. I'm going to go. Okay. Here I go. Here we go. 
So and away we go. I don't. I. I have. I. I just. Dallas just is. I don't. Dallas is Dallas. They're. They can't score over twenty or barely. Houston, I think, has a fire. Has typically has the firepower to do it. However, Fuller might be out. Kiki, are you with me? Might be out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who they're. Kiki but, Bandaway. But you can just have Watson and Hopkins all freaking day. Or Fuller. No, Fuller might be out too, though. Oh. He's got a hamstring. Both of him and Kiki both have hamstrings. He has hamstrings. two hamstrings. Yeah, well, one of them's hurt. Oh. So maybe he can play with one. He can try, but it's yeah. not not a great idea. I hate Dallas. I think they're boring. I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy watching them. I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is why I lean towards Houston. I'll take the home team. I'll take a better offense that I think can put up 30 points. I don't know if Dallas can put up 30 points against a shitty college team. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I think their offense is awful because they have one player that you can key on, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's Elliott, obviously. So mm-hmm. I'm taking Houston, minus three. Yeah, uh, this is one where I, I changed my trend last week, and I went away from Houston, mm-hmm. and it backfired on me. Shocking. Right? That's Shocking. so strange that that happened. Uh, it's, you know, I was going with them for quite some time. Dallas or Dallas on the road. I like Houston at home. JJ Watt is coming off of being a defensive player of the month for the AFC after being out for quite some time last year, most of the season basically. Um, I like. I'm going back to Houston since I went away from them. They they I got a little snake bitten last week. I think they're just the better team with home field advantage. Sunday night, good environment. Watson, you know, they finally put up some points last week. Granted, it was against Indianapolis, but still. And I like the Houston has a better defense. They're starting to shift more away from uh, Lamar Miller, which he's been so disappointing. I, well, yeah, why wouldn't I don't you? know what the hell he's doing. But um, I just like Houston better at home and the points. So I take Houston as well. All right, in agreement there. And Dallas just doesn't score a and lot Dallas of points. Dallas is awful. They're just awful. I mean, they beat awful. Detroit by two points. When is Garrett going to get fired? Oh, hopefully never, but hopefully well, yeah. soon. Yeah, I guess if you're, a Cowboy fan, if you're a Cowboy fan, hopefully soon. Yeah. If you're a fan of like, rooting against the Cowboys, hopefully never. Yeah. Last game of the week, Monday Nighter, Washington coming off a bye, which is interesting. You get a bye, and then you get to play the last game of the week. You get to play Monday, so you get extra, extra rest, extra time. At New Orleans, New Orleans is favored by six and a half. Over under is fifty three. Yeah, this um, when you look at this game, <laughs> you know Washington has played better than you thought pretty much this whole year. Yep. In most cases, aside from um, the Colts game, yet I feel like every time New Orleans is in a prime time game, at least it's been when Green Bay has played New Orleans, like in a Monday night, they go in and they get. Demolished, like their offense just runs all over the place. But Washington's defense is pretty good. New Orleans. Can't... I still don't know if Washington's defense is that good. I think they like are. The stats better. say they are, I think but they're it's like, better than ah, you think. I think God. But I think the with a Monday night, you have Kamara, and then you have Ingram coming back off a of suspension, which I which don't know. could be what. Well, how do they play that? I'm wondering that. You know, well, he he gets short yardage stuff. But are they going to like just thrust him in right away? Like it's hey, there yeah. you go, you're, yeah. you're back. Yeah, get him back. You never it. left. 
because he's that kind of spark plug type guy where, you know, he, he comes in all fiery and whatever else. You give him some opportunities to get back into it because they're still paying him quite a bit of money, too. So you're not going to sit him a whole lot. Well, no, I just don't know if they're, you know, is, you know, he's been suspended. Is it like, hey, you've been suspended. Just quit being a get- dick. Yeah. Welcome back, but you're not getting the full load right away. No, he's not getting a full load at all. So I don't, I mean, but he's gonna get opportunities. I think. Yeah. The question is how many. I mean, I, I continue. And, and I'll say my. And Mike, Michael Thomas had a bad game against the Giants. He, I mean, he didn't do anything at all. So their offense kind of sputtered. So they probably want to get that back on track. And Washington, I'm just not sold on the offense. And New Orleans at home can score a lot of points. I. If it comes to be a shootout, Washington won't be able to keep up. Washington plays better from ahead, obviously. Alex Smith can't play a shootout with New Orleans, is my is my analysis. So I think Washington, New Orleans blows out. The, I think they blow them out. I think they blow them, They win by like fourteen to seventeen points in this game. So I'm just looking up stats. I just decided to look up stats here. So the Redskins have the thirst. The third thirst. The third best defense. Yep. Statistically. Yeah. And then I you look at the you start looking at the teams and you go down and obviously it's there's a lot of things that go in. I mean it's yards per game, I guess, is the is the is what it is. Passing and rushing combined, whatever. Packers have the sixth best best defense. Yes. So the Cowboys fifth. Well, yeah. Which is you know, so anyways, so the Redskins give up two hundred and seventy eight yards per game. The the worst team in the league is should be obvious. New Orleans. No. Washington. No. No. Washington's. Fifth. Oh, Kansas City. Yeah. How many yards per game do you think? Uh. Total rushing and passing. Three hundred and seventy-five. Okay, so so Cowboys or uh, Packers at sixth give up three twenty-six. Yep. Three seventy-five would put you at seventeenth. Oh. Kansas City gives up 451 yards. Wow. A game. Yeah, that, that, that's not, that formula is not going to last for No, long. no, no. Right, we're four, you know, we're four weeks in. New Orleans gives up 390. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of te- Obviously, there's a lot of teams in that 350 to 390 range or whatever. Um, I don't, New Orleans is one of those, New Orleans hasn't covered the spread once this year. Mm-hmm. They've looked crappy. I think that if they got in a shootout, obviously it's good. You're gonna obviously lean towards Breeze and the Saints, especially at home. I think I think Smith could actually keep up with them with his dink and dunk stuff with Thompson and even Peterson running the ball. Um, I don't know why I picked Washington. Maybe this is one of my go against what makes reality makes makes sense, whatever. But I'm taking Washington plus six and a half, and I don't know why. Well, yeah, you can always find numbers that well, agree or disagree with you. Two interesting ones: Saints are eight and two straight up, and seven and three against the spread. Their last ten games before a bye. Obviously, they have a bye next week. The Redskins are three and seven straight up, and two and eight against the spread in their last ten games after a bye. The total has gone over in the Redskins' last five games versus the Saints, um, and the total has gone over. In five of the Saints' last seven games, average combined score is 60, which has been pretty straightforward. Um, so, yeah, I, I, 
I'm just going with the better offense in New Orleans. Um, yeah, they've been struggling to just cover the spread, but I think they just can. They'll get it done, and they need they need this win after losing to the Giants like that. I think they're pretty surprised to not do much offensively aside from Kamara. So go with New Orleans once again. All right, so fifteen games and nine games we have picked differently. Yeah. So with salt, this is a catch up week for or me. Or not at all. Or, or not we're at gonna, all. It'll be like four and five against the games that are yeah different. Yeah. So. Well, that leads us into our uh, our Paulays. Yes. As we uh, tipped off before, hinted at before, Jay Powell picked Carolina minus six and a half, which you love. I like it. I don't mind it. I just I told you why I why I would have picked you know the Giants because of the whole Survivor pull stuff and it seems obvious, but I'll uh, I think I had the next I had the first pick last week, whatever the second pick after Jay Powell. Yep. So you can take it this week if you'd like, um, as I decide what I want to do. But, <laughs> yeah, no, because honestly, my first pick would have been Carolina. Really? Okay, it that's interesting. Been. It would have been. So I, if it doesn't hit, we can't do this game of say, oh damn it, Jay Powell, why'd you pick it? Because I, I like it. I do like it. True. So, with that being said, I'm. I know it. It seems like an iffy pick, but I like. I like Pittsburgh in this spot. I just like with they need a win. They have enough offense to play against bad defenses, which Atlanta's defense is just beat up. And it's an early game. Pittsburgh needs to win. They they you know, it seems like they when everything seems to be going against them, they come back and prove teams you know, prove people wrong. And I I like them to win this game by like a touchdown or more. So I take Pittsburgh. All right. And I wanted to pick an early game. Yeah, and I'll do the same thing here. Uh I because I just I've I've got a bunch of I've got some picks done here, but I'll uh Oh no I'm not. I'm switching mine. I'm taking a later game. Uh all right. I had a couple and I'll I'll save them for my locks. I'm gonna take Minnesota plus three for our poly. It's a late game. Uh, but I like we talked. I think it's a they got to win. It's this is the must win. Hey, you picked the two. I did. Don't look at me like I that. I did. I know. I know. The other games I have, you would have been you would have been in disagreement with. Okay. Which is fine, but we okay. hey, we we've known how that goes. Yes. You know. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Again, all these other picks are going to go into some polys. Yeah. You know, our locks typically our locks are where's the bread goes into polys. Yep. So, but anyway, so that's our that's our poly. That's our main poly for the week. Uh, Carolina minus six and a half, Pittsburgh minus three, Minnesota plus three. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to where's the bread? Where's the bread? On spread and bread. On spread and bread on the unintentional. Yes. Which still hasn't launched yet. No. Soon. Soon. Under well, construction. Soon is a relative term. <laughs> Site under construction. Site under construction. All right. So we each got, uh, again, two locks for where's the bread. Yeah. Uh, you can go because I went first on the Pauli. Okay. Um, first off, I will give you my, well, I'll give you the one that I was going to do in the Paule. Uh, and that is Denver minus one. So if you want to finagle that, if you really want to do our Paule and you want to get the early games out of the way, put Denver in there instead of Minnesota, if you'd like, because I was going to put Denver there. But I know you like the Jets, but I'm taking, Denver is one of my locks. Denver minus one. 
is one of my locks for where's the bread. Mm-hmm. The other lock I have is I I've, I've told you I have one ride or die, and that's the Rams. Mm-hmm. Rams minus seven and a half. Oh. Those are my two locks of the week. Rams, Broncos. Take them. I take a second mortgage out in your home. Put it down. Sell some shoes that maybe you have laying in the closet yeah. that are brand new in box. Yes. I don't know who would have those. Some people do. Some people do. Sell them. Allegedly, some and people then do. Sell them, bet on the Rams and Broncos, and then buy more shoes and put them in your closet. Yeah. Then you have twice as many shoes in your closet. Correct. That aren't dirty. That was just great. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no one ever said that with your locks that you can't disagree and bet the other way. Yeah. No, that's true. So... I'm going to say, take those shoes, shine them up nice, <laughs> turn them sideways, okay, and stick them up, you know where, because I like taking Seattle as my lock. I think Seattle covers that seven and a half a lot. So I would not buy more shoes. I would put it back and I would put the interest into my, paying down my mortgage mm. in my house and mm-hmm. be fiscally responsible. That's just me. That's fair. That's um, fair. So that would be number one. Number two, I'm going to go back because I know Houston was so upset that I went against them last week. My other lock of the week is Houston. Sunday Night Football. That new crappy Carrie, uh, uh, what's her name? Underwood? Underall? Underwood? Carrie Underwood? The, yeah. The her, new, her, her new song, that Sunday Night song is terrible. I haven't heard it. It's awful. She took away the Oh Sunday Night song. And oh, really? Did something else. Did dumb. she do it or did NBC? Well, or whoever did. Yeah. It's stupid. Someone told her to do it. It's dumb. Anyways. So just for the record. Yeah. Four weeks in, any game that John has ever been in Houston is 0-4. Yep. And you're taking him again. Well, five is a lucky number. Five is a, that's, that is a lucky number. The Beatles wrote a song about it once. Five is the luckiest number. Loneliest number? Loneliest. Loneliest. Whatever. Whatever. What do they know? It's five. One. Five has a way better ring to it. So, yes, Houston. Houston, Seattle, put it down. Sell your shoes. Knock it, lock it. Where's the bread? And again, survivor pick. I pick Cincinnati, so take Miami against the spread. Yeah, I don't know who I'm going to take. Did you get into the FanDuel one? You can actually do it, I think, mid. Yeah, I'm not. There's like oh. 25,000 people left. Oh, I can't wow. believe I'm still in it. Yeah. Uh. You're taking Cincinnati in your Survivor? I did. I already locked it in. Oh. I Because lo- I look forward against the weeks and yeah. stuff like that. Carolina can come up again Yeah. Uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. Because I still have the Rams a lot. I was going to take the Rams, but I, again, I don't want a road team. Divisional yeah. game, road yeah. team. Um, I have Minnesota, but I didn't. I'm not going to take Minnesota You know, as an underdog. No. Tennessee I have a lot, but I just, they're on the road. I wanted to take a home team, and that was the only team that I really felt I comfortable would, about. I look taking. at New Orleans. As a possibility there. So I already used New Orleans. Yeah. And then I look at... And I can't take uh, a Thursday night game, otherwise I would have taken New England. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Or I like Carolina. So I'm looking at New Orleans or I, Carolina. Again, mine were Cincinnati or Carolina. That was my. Those were my two and, options. And if I wanted to be gutsy, I would take Tennessee. Take who? Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. That was my third option, yeah. but I'm like... But it's... That's... That I, that's I feel that's a, a total trap game and you get screwed and that's how you get knocked out of Survivor Pool. So I'm not doing that. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Uh, real quick, because we have um, housekeeping. House clean. Remember how's house clean? It's housekeeping. So I we I asked. We talked about DraftKings stuff before. 
Because yeah. Shooter and I was talking, I talk to Shooter all the time about DraftKings. Like, do you need any, you want any stuff your podcast for? And I'm like, yeah, give me a bus, give me a sleeper, whatever. So let's just go real quick. He gave me, sorry, John, I'm not going to go through your, uh, all your reasoning, but you did do it. I appreciate this. His lock of the week for DraftKings is Cam Newton. Coming off a bye. Um, he's $500 less than the number one QB. Panthers have scored 38 points in each of the last two meetings. So his lock is Cam Newton. His bust of the week is Zeke Elliott on the road. Overrunner is 45. He's the fourth highest running back salary. Uh, so, and again, yeah, like we've talked, Dallas offense is one-dimensional. Yeah. So Zeke Elliott's the bust of the week for Kashuda. His sleeper of the week is Njoku from the uh, tight end from the Browns. Yeah, bless you. Yes. Uh, he thinks that Mayfield's going to have to keep up the flacco in this game, shootout, whatever. So those are his three picks. I like the Cam Newton one. I agree with him on Elliott. And Njoku is iffy. Yeah, those are tough. Yeah. I like those, well, those the guy. Like, the guy that I really like in that same position is playing right now, and that's uh, Ebron for the Colts. Oh, oh, who scored for the Colts? I didn't even see that. Ebron. Did he score? Yeah. Okay. Well, in these draft, the typically the main drafting stuff is all Sunday games. You don't do Thursday, don't do Monday. It's just Sunday. Yeah. Like the ones that we do is, you know, it's a main. You can do them obviously, but yeah. Uh, okay, that should take care of NFL stuff before we get into um, other issues. I want to say. As always, I'm going to have a Kimberly Parent segment of the night or mm-hmm. every week. So I want to thank all the parents and coaches who reached out to me after the pod last week about the whole survey issue. And I had a lot of um, a lot of good comments. A lot of parents saying thank you. Um, a lot of coaches saying thank you for being part of the program and helping us out, things like that. It's clear that... The surveys and the issues were a, uh, a small group, if you will, mm-hmm. of a few people. Yep. Which I knew, but I just knew more after people reaching out. So yep. yeah, I'll leave it at that because I will be in the adult. I will be the adult in all of this. Adulting. I will be adulting, which I don't. I do not do often. No. But uh, I do want to thank the, everyone who reached out to me and said thanks, and uh, they understand why I'm not coaching anymore and all that stuff. What happened? I'm just. So thank you. And then we're gonna get to your, you're gonna do your ding dong ditch story tonight, right? Oh sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you watch Ryder Cup? I did. Oh, awful. It just makes me hate Patrick Reed more. See, you no, know, he says that, and then there's another guy. Yeah, he says all this shit about how Furyk screwed him, and there yeah. was a bunch, and then there's another, someone else comes up. Did they? Do you know who it was that said Reed's full of shit? Yeah, probably everybody says he's full of shit. Maybe his. Uh, so. When Reed went through the whole Masters and there's all these stories that came out that he's, you know, separated from his family, his wife has driven a stake and everything. All those stories, I believe, are 100% true. I think he is a complete, I think he's a liar. I don't trust him. I don't trust his wife. And if you saw what she wore at the gala, she looked ridiculous. Um... He is blaming Furyk about the choices for captains, and he, he and throughout the season, he, the PGA season, he was making comments about Reed, snide remarks here and there, and I, I just think Reed is a weasel, and and I and, and if and if Spieth said 
I don't want to play with them, that is enough reason for me to not play with them. Like Reed said, or Speed says, I don't want to play with them. I want to play with Thomas. Go ahead and play with Thomas. Him and Thomas are buddies. They've known each other since they've been kids. And Reed, for all accounts, everyone said he wanted to play with Tiger so bad. And he Not played that, yeah. And he played so poorly on Saturday. Like if he would have played his own ball, one guy said with all, he put like five or six balls in the water. If, if he would have counted all the strokes, he would have shot like an 83, 83. or 84. Yeah, I remember like, too, yeah. It was just just brutal. It's it, a that's a tough scenario though. Like, cause you have to look so the Ryder Cup obviously you want to win it, right? Yep. But to win it, sometimes you're gonna put players with each other that don't like each other. Yeah. Like I get it, like the the flip side of that, the whole Speeth and Thomas thing is I get it, guys. You want to play together, but it might not be the best thing yeah. for the team. But so I, if if we can put you together and it's going to be the best thing, that's great. I'm not going to put you together just because you yeah. are friends and Brady just got picked off, right? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Look at that. Um, so I, it's you know, it's just you know, the, Europe just lives for the Ryder Cup and they get along well. There's a lot of cohesiveness. It just feel like they're more of a team. Yeah. And the U.S. is just these individual guys, and you know, in the more you look into that that tournament tournament uh that they set up that that course to be played conservatively and the u.s has guys that bomb it all over the field and they hit the ball in so many terrible spots and saturday europe hit so many putts like every putt that yeah. they needed fleetwood was hitting like 10 foot pars birdie to, to win every hole and and tiger he just he looked like he was out of it. Like he just didn't like he was on drugs. Like he was like yeah. a painkiller. Not yeah. drugs, but just like they talked to him. No just like no motion. And it was finally on Sunday when he was playing his individual match. He was like fist pumping a little bit, but besides that, there's nothing there. And it was just it's it wasn't surprising that they lost in Europe because they haven't won in 25 years there. I I I think that the team misses a little bit, and it maybe everyone gets down because no one likes Reed, whatever. But you know you got John Rahm is freaking when he beat Tiger. He, did you see how nuts he went? Oh, yeah. And Ian Poulter is always a... So annoying. Fucking douche, yeah. you know? But, I, like, the U.S. doesn't have that. No. You know? No. Um, Reed was the guy that did it the last time. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we do have it, and he's just apparently the weasel that no one likes. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's just seemed weird. It seemed weird all weekend. I mean, it, it started well, or I think it started decent, and then it just went to fucking hell. Yeah, Friday. Well, yeah. The and Friday then Sunday, they had a chance. I mean, Sunday, they, were, they closed the gap big time, and then yeah. it just... Then it fell apart. I mean... Finau hammered Fleetwood. Yeah. Well, the, they, they said Finau for Friday afternoon, and they sat him on, uh, on one of the after, one of the matches on Saturday. And I, I think a guy like that, where he was a captain's pick, and he was a guy that was playing so well at the end of the year, you got to let the young guys go. And Mickelson should have sat. Agreed. Yes. Like all the way up until yep. Sunday. And like, Bryson should have played all the time. Yep. Finau, Kepka. Yep. Like you play your top golfers in my Mickelson mind. actually shouldn't have even been on. The team. No, he should, should not have been at all. Zan- but, yeah, Xander should have been. Yep. But I, I, I get why they did it because it's kind of like they threw him a bone. Yeah. And, you know, four years from now or six years from now, he'll be a captain, and you know he'll get to do it the way he wants to do it. But yeah, it's just it's like still exciting to watch. But it kind of sucked that it's so early because it's like I'm, you know, I knew a couple guys that were getting up and they set their alarms to watch it at one o'clock. I'm like, I'm not. Doing I thought about it I'm like I know because I feel like crap the rest of the day. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, and that's talking golf. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things before we get to your we're gonna we'll end with your ding dong ditch story here. Yeah. Um. Do you know that there's a big UFC fight this weekend? Yeah. You gonna watch or no? Yeah. Uh. N- I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna get it. So if you want to come over, oh. you can watch it. Oh. McGregor Possibly. Khabib. 
For those who don't know, McGregor could be a big fight. Yeah. Uh, well, Breaking the boys, news. The boys will be here. Okay. So, but we're gonna get it because I want to watch. Yeah. You know, McGregor hasn't been fighting for a while. I, I hope could be. I I've always been a McGregor fan because he's just it's he's exciting. He's interesting. Sure. But I hope he gets his ass kicked. Best because John Jones is back now. Khabib. So uh, I heard something this week too. <laughs> You'll get, I cannot wait for your reaction to this one. Oh. And uh, to be fair, I will preface this by saying I don't have all the details, so maybe I shouldn't say it at all. Oh. But I will say it anyways. Okay. Uh, I was told this week that a freshman football player in Kimberly was drug tested. Drug tested for, like, PED? Like, they, he got pulled and did, like, a urine test, and they test, like, yeah, like, he's, like, this college or football, like, NFL player that got tested for drugs. <laughs> Wait, is it true? I, as far as I know, I was told by my, by some children in the high school. Oh, my gosh. So who who does a testing? So my first here's my first thought. Was I it said, the dad of the the kid? No, this is like Kimberly, as far as I know. Again, please, Kimberly parents or Kimberly people who are if you are listening to this, I know you all are. Email me, or if you haven't ever text me, spread and bread. Set me straight on what this is, because my first reaction was, wait a second, is he a he's a junior? He's on the varsity team. I'm like no, he's a freshman. I go. This kid was tested. He was tested for drugs, and did a urine test for. He's a freshman, and they're like, "Yeah." I go, "Is this like just a sports thing, or is this like they're just testing whatever?" Like, I think it's just sports. Which then I said, "So we only care about the sports kids that are on drugs." Yeah. So if you're not playing sports, go ahead and have at it. Yeah. You can be on drugs for whatever you want. Go ahead, pothead. I'm not even worried about. I mean, pot's no, the I know. least bit of the yeah, worry. Right. I I'm just. So someone please tell me. Are we drug testing sports kids sporting kids in sports in high school now? Oh, it's just. And if we are, I'm. That's fine. I'm. I love. I, I love that kids should not be doing drugs. However, I think it sends a bad message, saying we're only going to test the kids that are in sports on yeah. drugs. Yeah, it's wow. So I, I'm going gonna, gonna to try to find out more. I was shocked. I was blown away. I'm not shocked. I'm actually not because well, it's just another layer of this horse crap that's going on in youth sports. No, it's just it, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, that we are. I, what do we think freshmen are doing? Yeah, this is see. This is when you. This is like the stock market when it starts going down. You start seeing signs. This is this is youth sports. I yeah. Freshman I, testing. I couldn't. I, 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 I'm dumbfounded. Completely. I, I'm and I'm surprised that I just heard about it now. Like I, I, and I don't know. Like you know, my kid doesn't play football, so I don't know if they're made aware of it. Like when the football season starts, like just let everyone know you might get drug tested. Yeah. Which I'm mean, if I'm a ninth grader, I'm yeah. like, what are we getting? We get tested for what? Yeah. What are we? Is someone giving us HGH? Yeah. Or anything like? Tastes good to me. I just I don't know I get I gotta dig into it more so again I'm I'm bringing it I'm bringing it up because I thought it was interesting for God for obviously for plenty of reasons Lord and I'm also bringing it up because I want someone who knows plenty of people in the Kimberly district listen to this I want them to tell me what is actually happening because I please Let's send uh, Geraldo in to an expose just I, I please I, I hope that we're not test, testing kids that only play sports because that's all we care about even yeah. though in Kimberly I know that that's all we, all we care, care about, about so. that's the case in most other communities is all they care and, about. But one thing we don't do in Kimberly 
is Ding Dong Ditch. Or celebrate our math teams. We do Ding Dong Ditch, but anyways. Yes. My Ding Dong Ditch story. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. So, two weekends ago, so this coming Saturday, two weekends ago, I um, I was watching the Brewers. It what, was, time, what time of night are we talking? Uh, so, it was my daughter, my middle daughter's, she had a birthday party with like 10, 8-year-old, 78-year-old kids over. And they stayed over late and whatever, screwed around, played and cake or whatever. And they all left about 9 o'clock. So they left, and I was like, all right, I'm going to have a couple beers now. And the kids are gone and hang out. And the Brewers are on. And Roxanne was about going to bed, so it was around like 11 o'clock. Okay. I'm sitting in our little room off to the side of our kitchen. And I was just about ready to go back, like go to bed. And Roxanne walked into the bedroom. And I'm sitting there, like I said, off the kitchen. And I hear, we hear the doorbell. Doorbell. <laughs> doorbell ring. And I'm like, she's like, what the heck? And I just, I kind of paused for a second. And I sprinted towards the door that leads out to the garage, which is like straight ahead of where I was. Oh, I know your house, so I know yeah. the layout. Yeah. So I opened up the door and the garage doors were shut. So I immediately popped the garage door open. So it takes, you know, a couple seconds to go up. And I didn't go sprinting out. I just yeah. like went to the end of the garage and I was in between our two cars. And I immediately crouched down and I was like in a commando position. This is, I, this, oh God, yeah. I would love to. So I'm in, this picture this so I'm in a commando now. position and I hear the TV in the background. It's like Sports Center or something that's now playing or whatever is after baseball. And I can hear the voices on the TV. But I'm just, and Roxanne's like, what do you see? What's going on? And I'm like, shh. I'm, like, I'm just shushing. I'm like, shh. I'm trying to listen for voices outside because I feel like I feel like I hear something across the street, but I don't know if it's a TV behind me. So I go to Roxanne, I like look over my shoulder, I'm like, hey, give me my good flashlight. So she goes up into the cupboard in the oh kitchen God, and she brings back like this super strong flashlight that I have that where I can like telescope it out and get like a really good like long distance light on it. And so I'm still crouched down. I'm barefoot. Okay, barefoot. <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh I, I, I have like shorts and no, I have jeans on and a t-shirt. Okay. Bare feet. Jeans on at 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. Well, kids are left. Her friends are left and I was wearing jeans. Okay. So I shine it across the street and there's like trees and there's a fence in the backyard that goes across a couple yards, uh, a couple houses across the street. And I hear voices and I shine the, sh- the flashlight across the block. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like five seconds later, I see movement and I see a kid go darting off and I immediately run and I, and I I sprint across the whole block and I sprint and I see three kids go to my left and I see two to the right and the two go and they cut around one of the houses and I just kept running forward towards our old house because where our house is now is six, not even six houses away from our old house. Right. And I sprint and these two kids come sprinting across to where our old house is and I catch them right in the front lawn of the other house. And I go, stop. And they look at me, they're like, ho, ho, ho. And these two kids, I mean, they were stunned. And I was booking, I was sprinting on on the tips of my toes. So I'm running as hard as I can. And these kids go, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. I go, and my first thing was, I go, what are you doing? Why? I go, there are families that have young kids. What the hell are you doing out knocking? And these are younger kids. Like, they're high school age. High school, probably freshmen, sophomores. Okay? 
I said, so they could probably kick your ass because no, no, they're, Jameson they're, they're, my ass. Oh off. yeah. Oh yeah. They were twerps. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I said, listen, I don't care who you are. I want to know where you came from. So I don't care who you are. Just tell me what the house you came from. They're like somewhere over there, somewhere around the block. I go, walk me to where you came from. They're like, okay. So I'm walking with a flashlight. So they're walking ahead of me like like I'm a cartel like henchman. And I'm walking barefoot now around oh the block. My God. And the one kid, he's like, he's a, got picked off again. He's a short little kid with glasses. He's walking and he and he's in front of me. He goes, Sir, sir, I'm I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. He goes, oh. we just didn't think you'd be that fast. <laughs> <laughs> so we rock around the corner. And he's like, I'm like, what house did you come from? And he point, they point up ahead. They're like, this, we came from this house right here. This is our friend Zach's house. I go, okay, cool. I go, just so you know, like I said, I don't care who you are, but next time be smart. And next time I won't be so nice if you did it, do it I again. Just... And anyways, so the next day, the kid, which we never knew, it wasn't the same kid. I guess he came back. Okay. And the, whoever lived there. His parent, the, the the kids must have been talking because yeah, they yeah. got well, caught. Well, that they, their the parents, kids talk, the yeah. parents, made him come over and he apologized to Roxanne. So oh, I'm really? Sorry I did it. Yeah. I it's my kids have ding dong ditch and they've gotten in trouble before for it where cops have been called and stuff like yeah. that. Ding dong ditching is like it's so harmless. Like you know what sure. I mean? I've always told like my kids when they first had done it, I'm like, you just, you don't ding dong ditch, ditch houses in your neighborhood. Like what's yeah. Like, Yep. You don't ditch, you don't ding dong ditch your neighbor. Yeah. I threw tomatoes and eggs at a house when I was eleven. A house across the street. How how do I think that? How did I think that was gonna go? Well, how did up, how did decorate? I woke up. No, I was with, I lived with my mom at this point. I woke up at ten o'clock and there was a police officer in my house, oh, like in my living room. Super. But like, it's funny to me, and I know in eleven o'clock doorbell is different than doorbells at different times. Yeah. Like, this is how I know I've been getting. Well, first of all, you're getting old because you're chasing ding dong ditch people. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, fucking hilarious. Now, I wasn't hammered, but I had a couple beers in me, and I didn't touch the kids. But I, you know, I was like, I'm too, "Screw this! I'm gonna, I want to show these yeah, kids." Yeah, I, you know, I don't even. I think I would open the door and yell out like idle threats, like yeah, just like, yeah. like, "Kick your ass if you come around!" Like, yeah. when my doorbell rings during the day, yeah. I hide. Yeah. Because oh. I'm worried it's someone selling shit. Oh yeah. Or Jehovah's Witness, or yeah, Joe. I got there's plenty. Well, of Jehovah's and what, what made him run actually was Roxanne went to, when I was out there with a flashlight. She goes, "Hey, knock it off!" And all of a sudden they ran, and that's when I took off. Now, when Gabby, our oldest, when she was a baby, like eight months old, there's a kid that was like driving his dad's like old sports car, like an old convertible, it was loud as hell, and he's going around the block by must have been a girlfriend that lived behind us, you know, high school girlfriend, yeah, revving his engine up and down the block. I walked over to that place and I had a yeah. golf club in my hand and I said, I go, if you don't knock this shit off, I'm going to knock your headlights out. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulled out of the driveway and he left the neighborhood because <laughs> oh, we had a baby God, that wasn't like it. sleeping. And this asshole's like driving around, revving his engine and like playing music at like yeah. midnight. That's and I walked just, out with yeah. a, with an eight iron. I walked up. I said, I will knock these goddamn headlights out. If you don't knock this shit off. How old have we gotten? Well, you know, Hey, Think about the shit that we did in college. Yeah. Yes. And now look at us. But we didn't live in neighborhoods where there were families. You don't think we did anything? Well, I'm assuming in Eau Claire we didn't do anything that was... No. Never. We didn't live in residential areas. Well, we did, but they were all college residential areas. Yes, we didn't live in, like, 
family housing housing area. Oh my god. So, anyways, that was my and I saw Hurley the next day. Yeah, at it was so early. Yeah, and I told him he's like that is hilarious because I, I was sprinting. And the best, my, the favorite expression was when the kids was I didn't think you'd be that fast, and I thought, oh, that's good. So that's maybe that maybe we should take the podcast uh, to a track some evening and we should run. <laughs> well, no. Can I've been you? I've been challenged a ton to run yeah. by these freshman kids. Well, sprint. Some right. I know that I'm way. I'm definitely slower than. Yeah, I. I don't want to do that because no. I don't want to pull up lame with a well, hamstring. Well, yeah, like pull or, a hamstring or a calf muscle or something like no. that. That's great. I. I didn't. I honestly, Hurley had told me. Uh, he just, he had snapped me and just said that he he ran into you at soccer and you had told him a ding dong dish story. <laughs> he didn't tell me what it was at all. He didn't tell me one thing. So I didn't know anything. I. That's that is amazing. I what thought it was going to be like a your uh, friends of your your daughters. I think it was going to be like the high school boys. No, yeah. Because half the time that when I get I haven't gotten taken on audition in a while, but it's I got a lot of girls in the neighborhoods that are yeah, like, you do. the same age as oh. Caden or Jameson. Oh yeah. So I'll get ding dong dish, and so, like Mike's daughter has ding dong dish my house before. Oh. And I'll walk out, and then all of a sudden they just kind of like run around. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, yeah. They don't, you know, they ding dong dish, right. but then they come and say hi. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect. I don't know that, God, do kids, I didn't know freshmen or high school kids did that still. Yeah, apparently they did. Well, they must have saw it, like, in, like, our front shades where our dining room is, you could, we're open, and you can see kind of right through that hearth room area where yeah. the TV was yep. on, so they saw the lights on, probably, oh, sure. and didn't think anything of it, and did it, and they messed with the wrong ombre that night. Well, they, okay, and to be fair, that's why, and that's another reason kids don't ding-dong ditch, because you may run into a, a really, really other... Bad hombre who comes out with a gun or something like that. All right. So he's not chasing you down. He's you shooting are, at yeah, you. Yeah, you are. Uh, you are tame in the. Yeah, you got some wine to drink. You are tame in the um, ding dong ditch department. In my opinion. Oh look at that throw! Oh my god! Dropped it. That was a dime, if you will. A dime. Okay. Uh, I have nothing else. There's no other segments. The I don't know. I don't think oh. so. Anything else you want to discuss? Um, I mean, I had a bunch of stuff. I I always have a bunch of stuff, but no I don't, emails. I don't want to keep it. No, no emails. No, we had no wine delivery this week. No, once again, no. I don't. Still don't know who who sent us the or who dropped the wine off. No uh, suggestions on wine. No wine endorsees or sponsors. No sponsors. No. Um, we're still open. Still looking. Still actively seeking. We are. So, all right, we're, right on, we're about an hour and a half. I'll give you this one. So, uh, Shanky gave me this one for, from last... He gave me this last week. Okay. Told me to ask you this. Ask me this? Ask you this. I guess... Or me specifically? Ask, no, he just said... Uh, eh, no discussion. So, it's for both of us, I guess. Would you rather be very beautiful and have diarrhea forever or very ugly and safe from diarrhea for the rest of your life? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so this is what a uh a person that's supposed to be enriching lives of the youths today no, he's just is thinking to, about he's supposed to keep him in line keep him in line yeah he's not a he's an, enfor- he's a mercenary he's an enforcer yes he's a he's a ding-dong ditch stopper um wow that that is that is a that's a catch-22 I got the trots enough, so this is easy for me. I'll I'll take the trots and continue my life and just be prettier. Yeah, the the trots or diarrhea. Yeah, I know that's yeah, that completely bad. different. It is different. Like, it I'd have to know frequency. 
what type of schedule are we on here? I can still, I can still. The good thing is, is neither of us would be considered beautiful. Right. So we can answer this question. I would say I could, I could medicate myself to alleviate some of those concerns along the way and deal with it. Just drink Pepto the entire, yeah. every morning to wake up? Yeah. Or modium or whatever, what have you. Just everything would be black and chalky. Uh, but, but beautiful is, beauty is in the eye, but the it's, a, it's a relative term, you know, people. Yeah, relative. It's a relative term. So Don't be so superficial. Yeah. So if we're being superficial. If you love someone and they have diarrhea, they have diarrhea and you love them. If I'm being superficial, I'd say I'd deal with it and be beautiful. Oh, I need so you, yeah. Oh yeah. You're being super. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not being, I'd say, well. Am I a super, would I be a nice guy? What does my, my significant other look like? Well, yeah. Or am I, you know, am I good looking? Am I a, in a jerk and have to deal with it? Or am I not so good looking, but I'm fun to hang out with and I have a lot of friends? So is very ugly like... Um, and maybe I have a great job? Is very ugly like the movie... Shallow Hell? Mask? 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 The Mask? Mask? Well, I think he didn't have a job. He was a kid. His job was being. I'm a going to hell. We're going to hell after kid. this conversation. God, Chanky, why the hell did you do I this? I did not do anything. We're just talking. You are going that way because you brought a mask. So, we're like, very beautiful would be. Um, handsome. Handsome would be, you know, like uh, you're. Uh, um, uh, oh, there's so many good looking gentlemen out there. Let's name some. How about, uh, okay, I was just. I'm, I, so, he sends it, and this, he sends a picture of a girl on, a, on the toilet. Well, okay. You know, I don't like his tone. <laughs> you know, this is pretty weird. But if I he wanted me, he wanted me to do a would you rather. Yeah. And he's like, give Conlon like would you rather yeah. questions. Would I rather look like? You name it. Uh, you know, would I be as good looking as a guy like um, Tom Brady, or as ugly as Andrew Luck? Oh, you went Andrew Luck. Well, he's not ugly, but he's just not as attractive well, as Tom clearly Brady. Clearly, he is. Apparently, no. Not as he attractive. He had two football players. I did, I'm just. Can you go like Ryan Reynolds? I was just going what was on TV in front of me. Okay. iPad, technically. Uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds or Clint Howard. Andy Dalton. <laughs> Clint, no. Ginger back to back. Yeah. Uh, I am an ugly human being. That yeah. Clint Howard says. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. It's a, a, I would. Yeah, I need to know some more details, but I think I could deal with the issue if I had to. You deal with diarrhea. Yes. You'd rather be better looking. Yes. And that's superficial, uh, John Conlon. That's, yeah. You, know, you get to know us. John's a superficial human being. Yeah. <laughs> All day. Okay. Uh, the bottle of wine is gone. Well, the oh, bottle's gone. It's in my glass. It's in your glass. My glass is empty. MLB Punta Final. Malbec. Malbec music. Music 2017. It's good. I love Malbec. It's good. Yeah, Malbec is a nice, so, easy drinking blend. Have you ever had a uh, Menage a Trois? Yes. They, yeah. <gasps> Roxanne is going to find out that you had a Menage a Trois? <laughs> oh, the wine, you mean? Okay, don't wine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of it's on sale at Whitman's. Yeah. It's all like five ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, like yeah. it is good wine. I don't mind it. Roxanne's not a huge fan of it. Oh, I had that was the first Malbec I had. I'm like, I'm doing a Malbec for the for the pod. <sighs> yeah, and well, that one just stood out to me because most people whatever. drink Menage, not their Malbec, just like the blend. Yeah, we have a, we had a 
uh, we had a dark, I bought a dark blend. I bought a, there was a silk blend, the silk one. It was, it's good. So it's good, it's the good. good thing is Sam has stopped drinking beer. I, I, well, I drink here and there. Like on Sunday when the Packers play at noon, yeah. I'm going to have, I'll have a beer. The first thing drink I'll have on Sunday is a beer. But his, his, uh, Terry, his stepdad can no longer recycle cans. I know he's pissed at me, right? But he could make, he, he could. Uh, rebuild the Sistine Chapel of stained glass with the, all the glass that they are. So figure that. So from wine bottles. Yeah, right. So get this. So health issues. We always talk about health issues, right? Yeah. One glass of wine is good in moderation. So fourteen bottles of wine a week. I typically did. I typically did a, a physical every year just because it, it my for insurance and stuff like and that. And you like the feel of it. And whatever. My physicals are nothing. That's whatever. A finger. But up your I've butt. had high cholesterol and high blood pressure and, and all that stuff. Touchdown Colts, Eric Ebron, no, uh, Shell Swoops. Shell Swoops, okay. <laughs> Anyways, so end of February this past year, I weighed 189 pounds. Yep. Okay. So I went in on Tuesday. I had some blood work done. I had to get a tetanus shot. My arm is fucking killing me still. Had a flu shot. What are you going to the Oregon Trail? Weighed 173 pounds. Oh. So I'm down 16 pounds over yeah, seven months. But in June, how much, or not June, maybe May, how much do you weigh? You weighed more than 189 pounds, I bet you. No, no, no. My highest was 189. Oh, really? Because I started, I, I cut off beer and did my diet at like uh, middle of May. Oh. Okay? Okay. But now, in the last couple months, I've stopped. I don't work out as much. I really don't work. I mean, I was working out and stuff. Now I don't really work out a ton. That's because friend. Well, it's time is time and life is life. And I don't eat as well as I used to. But I've kept the weight off, okay? Mm. My cholesterol level is back up. Oh. My high, my good cholesterol, there's like the, the two good ones, whatever. LDL and... Yeah, the good ones yeah. are better than they've ever been. Yep. And like the two bad ones are worse than they've ever been. Oh. Am I, what the hell am I, what the... I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, next so segment, we'll bring in Kashuda to talk about it. Yes, Kashuda. I know you're listening. Give me, I need good foods, keep my cholesterol down. And now, so now I got to go back in another month and a half. So they up my cholesterol meds. You're on cholesterol meds? Oh, I've been on cholesterol meds for like three years, two or three years. Oh my God. And I'm on high, blo- I'm on high blood pressure meds too. Jesus. Thanks, Dick Grawl. And good Susan Grawl. I think Susan got, I mean, yeah. What I should have done was gone when I was in that period of where I was in a diet and workout period. Yeah. I should have gone and got my cholesterol taken then and seen where it was. You yeah. know what I mean? So now I'm back on a little diet kick. I told Tanya, I'm like, we got to start eating better. And, but, I, you know, wine helps your good cholesterol. I do know that. It does. It's proven. Some wine. Red wine. Some, no, I'm saying some wine. Not, oh, not a lot of wine. Not a lot of no, wine. I think it says if you drink three bottles a night, you're good. It helps your cholesterol. Yeah. Clearly it does because my good cholesterol is great. Yeah. True. Oh, this is just, it's. As always, folks. Take some of it for what it's worth. Yeah. Take some of it for what it's not worth. If you drink, drink wine. It's better for you. If you don't drink, maybe you should start drinking and your life would be a little bit more fulfilling and enjoyable. And just remember, there are zero 4-0 teams against the spread and there are zero 0-4 teams against the spread. Did you just say the same thing? Or did nope. you say 4-0 and 0-4? Yep. Okay. I think so. I know there's no 4-0. Yep. So there's always hope, there's always wine, there's always tomorrow, and as always, it's only money, yeah. they'll print more. Yeah.
Good night, everybody. Good luck. Arrivederci.